Hey everybody, this is Rich Ramirez at East Rosebud Fly Shop, uh, joined with my East Rosebud Studios co-host, Brandon Booty. What up? What's up, everyone? Thanks for tuning in. Merry fucking Christmas, everybody. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Happy New Year. All of it. Yeah, we just uh, had a had a blowout Saturday night at the shack. Had a had an East Rosebud Christmas party. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for having us all. Oh, it was good. It was good. It was a it was a drunken mess. That's <laughs> it was a drunken mess with a lot of Cuban cigars being smoked. You didn't smoke one. I have never smoked uh, anything in my life. Never. Not even weed. Nothing. No. Nothing. Yeah. No. You know, this is this is definitely off track here, which is my style. Um, but you telling me you've never smoked dope in your life? I've never smoked anything in my oh, life. Oh my lord. I gotta sit back and have a sip of coffee on that one. <laughs> Might have to run out and have a toke on that one. Jesus, you're fucking kidding me. I'm dead serious, yeah. Wow. I mean, I gotta ask why. <laughs> Nothing against it, you know. You're, you're no square is why I asked. No, you know, yeah, yeah, you're not yeah. nerdville. No, no. Yeah. Uh I don't know, not, nothing against it. You know, I grew up around it a lot, you know, and I think I just made a decision not to you, kind of You stuck grew with up it. around pot smokers. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You know, I was you know, I was offered weed at you know at young, what, young six. Age. Yeah, probably around there, yeah, you know. <laughs> six? No. No, I'm sure probably around there, yeah. Wow. No, I was I was joking, but okay. <laughs> I mean that's just that's interesting as hell to me. I mean, you know, you're you're savvy, you know. Suave cat? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, you know, guiding on the horn. Yeah. And how old of a man are you? Just turned 30. 30. And you've done it all sober. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I drink occasionally now. I used to drink a lot, but I drink occasionally now. But, yeah, no smoking. That's fascinating. That's fascinating. <clears throat> well, 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 thank you for sharing that. Why did we, why did we start talking about that? I don't know. Okay, cool. <laughs> um, all right, well, listen, we're, we're back. We're back after a short break. And... We're, this is part three of East Rosebud Kaya Cruise Cuba 2023, and I'm a couple weeks removed from this trip now, but I want to just conclude my fishing week there because I want to make sure everybody out there, and, and again, this week, we're flat. We're, 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 we're holding tight at nine viewers on our podcast, so please tell your friends, let's, let's grow this listenership, this viewership. Have you, have you tried to recruit any, any listeners at all? Um, I have, you know, I, sh I shared the first one on my uh, my socials. I think I'll, I'll do, I'll, sh I'll share again. And uh, I've had a couple of people come up to me and say they listened, but, you know. Yeah, that's, that's nine of us. Yeah. Nine of them. Nine All of right, them. So, anyway. All right, so let me get to this trip. So, so part three of Cuba, I, I left off with an extremely frustrating uh, day permit fishing where my, my opportunity is seeing nice trash can size permit in skinny water and not pulling that off is tough it's tough on an angler i had two or three shots and ended up coming out of the day okay but going into to day three day three with the same cuban guide leo leo is a badass leo's a little bit standoffish um he takes a while to get to know him but once you do out of that roster of the five guides we had that week you knew he was going to be the one most likely to put you in front of a good one. So I, I worked my schedule so I could fish with Leo the next day again. And our permit fishing was all in the morning. And on this particular day, 
really within an hour or two of looking for them, I spotted some coming right towards me and saw them before Leo did, put a good cast out there. The, the, the lead permit made a quick dash to the thing, five, six, seven feet over, slow strip, slow strip, boom. Nose down, tail up. Leo's like, he ate it, said it. Slow strip, slow strip, nothing. And the reason is, is because Leo over pulled me. He pushed me a couple times too forward and there was too much slack after my bug hit the water. Get it? Yeah, you didn't, you didn't feel the bite. I did, well, he, yeah, he, you know, I mean, it, it was too late. And when that was over, he was feeling it. He looked right at me and said, I cost you that fish. And I'm like, you didn't cost me shit. He didn't cost me shit. He did try to eat it, and there was definitely too much slack, no doubt. But that's kind of that that luck, that 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 difficulty in catching one of those motherfuckers. Yeah. 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 And, and so after that, I really didn't get another shot with him. But what I did get is I did get an afternoon of superb, superb bone fishing. And that's really the that's really the, the theme at Kaya Cruz to me as an angler is, is if you want to go there and you, you want to make sure that you want to fish for some nice bonefish. And, and and I got that chance. And with Leo, it's not so much big wide open flats. It's it's more fishing the edges of mangrove. And in fishing the edges of mangrove, there's always gonna be potted mangrove all between you and, and the wall of mangrove, kind of hard to describe. Off of structure is where you're fishing. And those mangrove are, they're a fucking nightmare with quality bone fishing. They're a fucking nightmare. You hook up with these fish and it's a foot of water and you're fishing for anywhere between three and six pound bonefish. And the subtlety of fishing this way is really technical. Bugs gotta hit the water first, it's gotta hit within a couple of feet, foot or so, the bonefish without spooking them, the strip's gotta be right, but watching them follow that fly and getting good enough to watch them nose down when they eat it right in front of you. Man, that's, that. yeah. Is, is it easy to, to set but, too early? I mean, you know, it, it's an interesting thing about bone fishing. Um, I fish with guides 95, 98% of the time, meaning I don't ever, you know, do it yourself or I don't ever walk off and let the guide, you know, fish with my sugar or whoever I'm with, right? You know what I mean? The point is, is that guides instruct bone fish anglers, you know, okay, wait for it, strip it, stop. Strip it, strip it, he's following, strip it, strip it. Oh, he ate it, boom. Okay. My point is, with a, with a lot more experience, I'm getting a lot better at at least watching the fish and watching his phys, his body action and, and know when he eats it just to give it the right one at the right time. Yeah. But you're seeing all that relatively in front of you, especially when you're up on a skiff looking down. So I did this with Leo and caught some good fish. You know, it, it was kind of saving our day. Still haven't seen any lemon shark, but, you know, get, catching some nice bones in tight water. Love it. Yeah, I mean, that sounds like a great time right great there. Time. Shoot. Great time. Yeah, well, that's my point. It's like, you know, you get into this permit 
thunk. And the world-class bone fishing at Kaya Cruz for the money is as good as I've done. So into it. We're on our way out. We stop at one more spot. He literally just kind of starts to get ready to pull me around a little bit, and boom, I see a good one just kind of coming at this point by itself, single bone. I get out, peel off a little bit of line, one cast in front of him, plop, on his way for it. I mean, I don't know how they see it. They got those big fucking eyes. Maybe that's how. But he heard that plop, and on one strip, he was on it. Strip, strip, boom, zing, gone. Three minutes later, five minutes later, boom, here's this six, seven pounder. Oh, that's awesome. It is. That's it, awesome. It, yeah, yeah, it is. Because because my point is, is that, you know, spot him moving on that point, 15, 18, 20 feet from us, that's all. Didn't know we were there. To get out quiet enough, to get that line out quick enough, to get that bug ready, and to get it right in front of him. After that was over, Leo, who I respect, and who is, I probably mentioned this, as a guide for clients, you know, landed over 500 permit career, 11 years. He looked at me and he said, beautiful cast. And that just made my day. You know, yeah, that's, I think awesome. that's right. That's, that's right. awesome. Yep. That's, what it, that's what it is. It's kind of <laughs> that morning of, you know, missing that permit and knowing he was bummed about that. It, it just was a good day to finish with that nice fish. And so, you know, there's a lot of expect, expectations from clients when you go to Kaya Cruz, but one thing's for certain, certain, excuse me, you're gonna get into some nice bonefish. Yeah, that's awesome. Is, is, is bonefish, as a beginner, is bonefish what you would start with? Um, yeah, I would just because, um, depending on where you fish, bonefish, you know, there can be schools. Um, you know, schools of bonefish are, are, are easy. It's like, you know, it's like a bar full of, you know, 100 chicks. Okay, okay. <laughs> Get it? You know, yeah. there ain't going to be much quality in there probably, but you're going to find a biter or two. Yeah, makes sense. <laughs> makes sense. <laughs> My point is, when you're bone fishing, you want singles and doubles. You want single fish or fish, you know, moving in twos or threes because those are going to be nicer. Yeah. And being able to isolate those and pull that off with a decent cast and get them to follow that and get them to eat it and then feeling the shocking power of a bonefish, you know. If you haven't done it, you just you can't get it. It's what just, it, what the, size are you using for them? Um, as, as far as what, a rod as, weight? Yeah, as a rod weight. Um, you know, to me, it's, a, it's an eight or a nine weight game because, again, these are four to six, seven pound fish. And, I mean, you know, that's going to rock you. Yeah. All right. So I close out my day. We're good, right? And then my my next day, three days in a row, I hook up with who? Leo. Okay. And on my last day with Leo, it was kind of a special day with him. I'll I'll, I'll explain. The day before, I forgot my lunch. Like I forgot my lunch, and. I was ready to deal with it. It's kind of a weird thing. When you're out on those flats, you want to eat. I mean, I fished, I was by myself the whole week, thank God. And I basically stood in the front of that skiff for eight, eight and a half hours a day looking. There ain't no, you know, for me, there ain't no break time. You know, it's a 15 minute sit down, 20 minute lunch, and then you're pulling. 
that's intense. You know, I mean, you're you're exposed out there. The sun, the heat. You got to make sure you're hydrated. You got to force that, and you got to concentrate. You know, I remember kind of blah 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 blah, and Leia was like, "Por favor." concentrating looking for permit don't talk it's that type of game out there do you understand yeah yeah okay. all right so the day before i forgot my lunch and leo ate his and when he turned around he said please finish and he he left me half a lunch right that he didn't eat that was from his wife and i ate that and it was just rice chicken beans best fucking meal i'd had in four days over there i mean <laughs> if you go to kaya cruz with east rosebud fly shop let me tell you something don't expect great culinary you know it's decent but it's uh the food's interesting in cuba i mean i i've had great meals there but i've also had like wow that could have been a lot better it's, it's resources right yeah that makes it, sense right, yeah. right it's resources so that meant a lot to me for Leo to give me that lunch because the truth is I needed it, right? So this last day with Leo, we go out and don't see any permit at all really early. Maybe there was a shot or two, but boom, we're done. And then after that, he and I just go and we basically proceed to just bonefish all day. And had a great morning with him. I blew a lot of shots. Fish were just getting tougher. It was cooling down a little bit. And we, I, you know, I finally got a shot at a decent lemon cruising on the edges of mangrove. And that's just so fucking hypnotic to me. Seeing that brownish yellow beast just kind of cruising. I mean, just like just cruising there 25, 30, 40 feet away. You know, quietly putting that eight weight rod down, you know, grabbing that 10 weight, peeling that line off moving that way on you plop pull follow pull stop i mean it's just fucking like it all slows down with those lemon shark falling it i don't know it, he didn't eat it so it, it was you know it was a wasted opportunity but it's very romantic for me to kind of go back there in my mind and just recount that moment of seeing that that dorsal fin out of the water big beautiful five footer Ooh, wanted it so didn't happen but had a great bonefish day with leo at the end of the day we were losing our light we're looking in these pot groved mangrove for bonefish can't see shit now and all of a sudden we're looking we're going to play this day out it's been good in 15 feet in front of me boom tail Big black tail, yo. Leo's like, you see that? I'm like, I did. Palometa, permit. Right here in bonefish water. He takes one push forward. They're right there. They don't see us. There's three of them. 10, 12 pounders. Just cruising in this little mangrove, little maze right in front of us. He's like, you see him? I'm like, yeah, I see him. Fishing the same type of mantis shrimp pattern, so I'm gonna throw to it. I do one back cast, and my fucking fly snags on a fucking mangrove leaf right here, right here. 
Now, this is now open water. We're in between mangrove bushes, pulling, quiet. And I'm like, fuck. Leo, sensei, master says, relax. Does a push back. I quietly get that thing off that fucking leaf. Pushes me forward. They're right there. You know, you understand, permit are spooky as fuck. Yeah, I was going to say, how often can you get that close to them? That's the weirdness of these motherfuckers. And clearly, <laughs> clearly, I got some permit baggage growing here. Now, I'm going to admit that, but whatever. He puts me right there. Plop. Oh, first permit. Here's it. Comes right over to it. Strip. Follows. Strip. Follows. You see this motherfucker lunge, grab at my fly, strip, nothing, strip, gone. So that, 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 that was some of the more intense moments for me as an angler on a kayak cruise. So the rest of the week was just superlative fishing, uh, bone fishing mostly. Um, ended up catching an incredible barracuda that was really my fish of my week, which is a, you know, 20 plus pound cuda, which I spotted in, you know, on a, on a white sand patch in deeper water, four or five feet of water. You don't usually see them in that type of water unless they're cruising on top. But I saw him first, boom, there he was. And the guide was like, throw it. And I threw my shark fly. The second that fucking fly hit the water, he was on my hook. I mean, you're talking five, seven, eight, ten feet away. I don't know, maybe closer, but that thing plopped. He, there's no physical. <laughs> all right, you understand this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There, there was no physical reaction time to you know doing something with this fish timing wise. Yeah. You couldn't, you couldn't, you couldn't strip in anticipation of what he did. You understand? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Fucking on it, and that was a great fish. And then had some other great fishing, including closing out my weak bone fishing. So we're going back to uh, kayak cruise in uh, December of 24, the 7th through the 14th. This is about a $45, $4,300 trip, not counting airfare and tips. And you know, give us a call here at the shop if you want to participate in this because this is a, for the money, this is an extremely good above average trip, um, especially if you're a beginner and you want to get into saltwater fishing. Maybe I'll take you there. That'd be awesome. Maybe I'll share a skiff with you. <laughs> That would be that would be that would be awesome. Yeah, don't get my hopes up. I, I well, I'd say thank you because I would not do that. Because yeah, I, I mean, I'm not saying I wouldn't take you, but I um, I've said it many times. Um, if if you're if I'm not sleeping with you, you're not in my skiff. Hey, that's that's probably a pretty good rule right there. It's a superb policy. <laughs> it's it's done me well. All right. Well, thank you everybody.